Hey everybody, Saul Marquez with the Outcomes Rocket. Thanks for joining me again today. I have the privilege of hosting Yaru Gopalan. He is the co-founder and CEO of Esper. He's got over 25 years and 35 patents in embedded systems and security, and his career includes past engineering leadership roles such as chief architect of the Windows CE and Windows Phone. At Amazon, Yadu designed backend solutions for the Fire OS and AWS before he owned systems engineering for Amazon Go. Today, Yadu is the chief geek and CEO and co-founder and visionary behind the mission to educate enterprises about DevOps and smart edge devices at Esper. Yadu, such a privilege to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure for sure. And look, I covered briefly kind of what you did, but is there anything that you want to fill in on your bio there that I just shared with the listeners? Yeah, the bio kind of talks about how um, I was in the devices space, but that's really the core of where we are at Esper is I spent 25 years working with devices in all forms and different factors and different types of devices, building infrastructure like a whole bunch of times across my career for these devices. And for example, in Amazon Go, is we had all these devices in the store. We still had to go build infrastructure to be able to manage them, deploy software on them, and have a continuous operations and build that systems where our developers could deploy software to the edge. And Amazon is an amazing engineering company. They can afford to build things on their own. And I started Esper with the idea that you need to kind of make this more turnkey, make it more democratize it and make it available to other people who don't want to invest in infrastructure. And so that's why we are here. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, the architecture, the development of these devices is not easy and oftentimes is a heavy lift for a lot of organizations. So really great that you guys have decided to, to be in this game and make it turnkey for everyone. So, Yadu, what is it that got you into healthcare? Primarily because healthcare is an area that really, really can use something like what we do. Our mission is really to power exceptional device experiences, regardless of where the space is. And as you've seen in healthcare, there is this proliferation of devices that are happening, whether it's in a hospital setting or in telehealth or even in the clinic. There's lots and lots of devices, and I think more and more devices are going to be for available for patient monitoring. I've seen some really amazing demos recently of new devices that are coming out. And the idea that these devices are going to be out there really requires that infrastructure, especially for healthcare. We're talking about the ability for someone to completely control in a way to make sure that they're protected, they make sure they're secure, make sure they're compliant. Compliance plays a big part in healthcare. And one of the things we do is making sure that they're compliant, that you can update them, you can have security updates, feature updates if something is not working. And so healthcare is perfect for the amount of level of and the mechanisms you need in order to be kind of lock these devices down and being able to improve the devices because all the technology and everything is improving. And as I said, make sure they are secure and they are have that compliance along with them. So perfect. We are in lots of different spaces in payment and stuff, but healthcare is a perfect area where they need all of what we do. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you guys serve a much broader ecosystem, but healthcare is a niche that you guys are really, really built for with all the capabilities, the upgrades, the security, and security is a big issue. We've seen a lot of 
cyber attacks targeting med devices as well and hospital in the home. How do we keep these devices safe? This is an area. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's security. It's locking them down. And then when there is, everybody's running some operating system or some software that they built on some libraries. So, and when vulnerabilities are found, you got to push those and you got to push them with confidence. Mm -hmm. And if you talk about where these devices and who's using them, they're not the experts. They just want to have the use case. It's a product. They don't want to think about how it gets updated, how it's locked down, how it's compliant. It needs to be done from administratively from whoever has built that product. The doctors don't want to care about this. The um, patients definitely don't want to care about it. Yeah. They just want to be able to know that their device is secure and is compliant. Um, and also use cases where like we're in where clinical trials or something like that, even without security, you want to block those devices exactly as it was and not have changes happen to them. So we're really big into clinical trials. So there's another case where you want like holistically be saying that this trial doesn't change over time because those are all like FDA mandates on everything about the trial has to be exact and be able to be replicated. So there are all those type of use cases that you, you know, we see beyond just the normal security and things you see that you are common across the field. So perfect fit, as you said. Thank you. No, really great to know those things. Yadu. And so when you think about your company and the work that you and your team are up to, what would you say, you know, I hear security, I hear reproducibility, but what would you say is the thing that adds the most value to the healthcare ecosystem? One of the things is like when we talk about people in the healthcare space across the board is people are struggling with software, hardware, compatibility, configuration, new models, being able to support multiple different device types, different use cases. And regardless of the device, they want a single pane of glass to be able to kind of understand what their system device. So imagine a manufacturer of a device. They have like four or five device types for different use cases. They want to kind of know what's happening across the board. They may be connected in a way. So they really want holistic view of that. And then the other one is making sure that they're configured and exactly the way you want it. And so that you know that your software will run the right way across the board. And then when there's updates, make sure that the updates don't affect the software. Being able to test, deploy, validate, monitor. And that's the other thing is a lot of times, especially for telemedicine type of situation, is what you'll have happen is this is in some edge, somebody's house. Yeah. And they're not necessarily tech savvy. And they may have maybe somebody who can't even read the screen and talk. So you're going to have to do diagnostics remotely. So we provide a really good capability of like understanding what's happening on the device, being able to securely with permission and be able to diagnose and debug all these things, remote control if you need it, so that you can get the patient out of a jam or understand functionality. And, and lots of telemetry about that continues to be secure and privacy, all inclusive, but understand what the device is doing and device is malfunctioning or hasn't been updated and all those scenarios. They need a system for that. And we help these companies, whether it's like a remote patient care or in hospital devices across the board and help them manage these devices in a better way. That's great, Yadu. And your end client ends up being med tech companies, technology companies in healthcare in this particular niche that we're talking about. Exactly. I mean, they're companies either building products that are employee facing or customer facing, but they're building a product. Yeah. Whether it's a physician carrying a tablet and you've got software that's, but you put together a system that's this tablet plus some software 
and you're giving your handing it to physicians, or it's a custom device that um, we have a, that's monitoring back pain, and it's got a device that's attached to it as a sensors, and that's going to consumers for telehealth or some type of hospital monitoring device. It's a product. I say that because it distinguishes between what an IT make for general use case, but it's not like an iPad, iOS, that are general purpose that employees may use. It's all about a product. Yeah, it's a product that has hardware. In this particular yeah. instance, it's Android hardware, right? It's Android devices. We, we support iOS too. Oh, and iOS. Um, so okay. the, and iOS, yes. Got it. So a product that has devices attached to it for its functionality. So folks, if you're building these things, I know many of you are, and making sure you have the right partners is so key. And that's why I was excited to get Yadu on here because he and his team are doing some really unique things to help a lot of the pain points that we experience in med device and in med tech and healthcare software as a service products. It's that security, it's the redundancy, it's the modularity. So all these things are really exciting. You highlighted many things and really appreciate understanding the applications, Yadu. What would you say makes you different or better than what's out there today? It's going back to that. It's like fundamentally we're built to enable these products. And that's like our DNA from day one. We're not a repurposed IT management tools for tablets and phones where you can do device management and so on. It is all about building these secure, compliant solutions that are products in themselves. So it starts with the DNA of the company. When, when I see the ecosystem, companies, if they want to do it right, they build it. And that's the thing. It's like what, what we do, more, many companies build it because there's really nothing that's not more of an IT tool for device management, but rather a tool for, it's along with your other tools you use to build, but this is the tool for your product that you're building together. The example I give is like Tesla. I mean, this is not a health tech thing, but Tesla yeah. has, it's a software system and software management, they built it. To do it right, they built it. And what we want to do is make that capability available for like everyone else to do it so they don't have to build it. Love it. Yep. It's a turnkey base yeah. that they could yeah. build their, their products and technologies off of. So how long have you been running the business? We're a little bit over five years. We started 2018 and we've got lots of different customers and lots of different types and many customers in the health tech space. So in those five years, Yadu, as entrepreneurs here, just chatting as entrepreneurs, what was a big setback you experienced and a key learning that came out of it? Oh, a really good question. And especially, as you know, during through the COVID time, it was a great time for remote devices. True. But the side effect of what hap had happened and then continuing like what happened in the economy and everything is supply chain. Even though we are truly a software SaaS system, our customers rely on hardware. Yeah. And so they struggled getting either getting hardware that they can put together in this product or even building chips and other parts and stuff like that to put together parts. So it was a real struggle. And one of the learnings we did was like, hey, since this is so critical to what these customers succeeding and being able to get this, we need to build a better connection with the ecosystem so we can be the experts. We can help customers, even though we're not building any hardware because it is, is really critical. So we start to building kind of the knowledge-based know-how and the, and the people and the connections. So we can say, hey, you're having a hard time doing this. Let's talk to X, Y, and Z. Let's go yeah. figure this out. So that's one of the things we ended up doing. And there are many customers Smart. that rely on us and help us. Even from day one, it's like sometimes we get people that are like, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? What was your recommendation? And 
we might even get some, like, they're not even the customer. They may ask, I'm looking at this type of thing. What would you be your own recommendation? I'd be happy to help. And that's really important. And across the board, it's like our success depends on customers being able to succeed and deploy devices. So we will, can, whatever we can do, we're going to try to help them succeed on that. Regardless, in this case, it's about hardware choices. That's really great. Thanks for sharing that, Yadu, and a great lesson to learn there. I remember. I mean, it was hard. And are chips available? Is everything back to normal now? Do you feel like- it's way better. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's still a little bit of problem from companies, but it's gotten a lot better. I wouldn't say it's That's 100% good. back to normal, but it's pretty close to back. Got it. I remember right after the pandemic being at CES, and there's an announcement of several build-outs of new factories, right, to develop chips, and those will be introduced into the supply chain. Exactly. Yeah. Um, supply chain, and then people try to had alternative places so it doesn't happen as much again. Yeah. So. No, good stuff. Love your proactive approach there. Thanks for sharing that, Yadu. And how about trends in tech? We're interested in the latest. What do you think is a trend or technology that's going to change healthcare as we know it today? This is about, I mean, this is everybody's seeing it, but I'm actually seeing proof positive of this is devices are proliferating. If I look at a house, there are more and more devices that are becoming smarter. My house, of course, the temperature control, my watering system, my garage door opener, they're all Wi-Fi, yeah. they all have this. So that's continue, going to continue to happen. And it's continuing to happen in healthcare. You're going to have multiple health devices in your home. That is a trend. I saw a really cool demo of, um, it was a weight scale, but also did, did a bunch of scanning with a camera and could take pictures of your feet and do some diagnostics and all of these type of things. So there's more and more of these things coming out. But what's really exciting is the, ability to add generative AI in these devices. And what I think that's still normal, but it still has to come down the generative AI at the edge, but it is happening. I've seen some demos of this. Initially, it's more conversational, like a drive-through, replacing the drive-through um, ordering and so yeah. on, but it's making its way into healthcare, more conversational, especially you can imagine for patients, how that's going to be really key rather than having to read, go do something or type something. But that's just a start. It's going to be about, about what is the diagnostics and some of the offloading of that directly will start to happen, especially for telehealth and telemedicine type of scenarios. But it's going to also help doctors in various different ways. So I think that's like, it's not going to happen immediately because there's still like huge cloud cut, but there's sure. still connectivity if they can solve the connectivity. But it just, for example, Google just announced their Gemini, but Nano, which is the ultra low model hmm. for devices that can go on phones. Um, so that's just the start. So I'm really excited on what's going to, like what's not being thought about and what's going to be imagined and what people are, all these builders out there are going to be thinking about building. It's what's really exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. Thanks, Yadu, for sharing that. Yeah. And, and the driveway thing I hadn't heard about, but there's so many applications and Absolutely. the world is transforming in front of all of our eyes. <laughs> so really appreciate you sharing that one. Look, we're here. We're at the end. Time flies. And just want to thank you for your time. If you can, Yadu, can you share a closing thought with us? And also the best place listeners could get in touch with you and the company. Absolutely. And the really, I mean, what we are enabling people, builders, and people who are thinking about building new software, new solutions, we want to help them out. We want to enable them. We'd love to help you augment your healthcare strategy with how can we augment it with devices. So Happy to talk to anyone. And um, if you want, you can reach out to me on directly on LinkedIn. 
I'm always happy to have conversations there. And then, of course, if you want to learn more about us, you can go to www.esper.io. We have a lot of information. You can request for more information there, but DM me on LinkedIn too. I'm happy to have that conversation. Very early, even if you not don't have a product, you just want to talk about ideas and things like that. I'm more than I happy love that. to have that conversation. That's great, Yadu. Thanks for that. And folks, as I say on every episode, if something today resonated with you or you thought, hmm, maybe Yadu and his team at Esper could help me, don't stop at just listening. In the show notes, you're going to see links to Yadu's LinkedIn. We'll include a link to Esper, his company, and take action on today's episode because there's opportunities for you to take your product and your future roadmap map to the next level. So certainly consider Yadu and Esper for what you're doing in your technology field. And Yadu, just want to thank you for being with us. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on here. It was a lot of fun too.